0: Hello, this is Suzanne Ricketts with She Is Ministries, and we just want to welcome you to our podcast as we are getting ready to launch this. Uh, she Is Ministries is a women's ministry, and we are founded on Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. She is clothed in strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. So on this podcast, we're going to be uh, pretty much running the gamut uh, on anything. We're going to unpack a lot of different subjects uh, in terms of like wisdom. We're going to walk out. Unforgiveness, pride, faith, wilderness seasons, just so much. There's so much to unpack in God's Word. And so we just encourage you to come along with us. Uh, our hope is that we really desire for women to just see themselves as beautiful daughters of the King. Uh, and just to, for you to develop a deep intimacy uh, with the Father and to walk out. Just get a kingdom mindset. As you walk out and know who you are in Christ and know whose you are and the freedom that that gives you to move in his power and his fullness here today. And so that is just really, uh, we want to encourage you, we want to equip you, and we want to empower you in the word of God and what he has for you in this life now. So join us. Hello, hello. This is Suzanne Ricketts with She Is Ministries and today we are going to walk the road home. The road home. What what kind of road am I talking about? So today what we're gonna do is we're going to walk uh, the path of what is called the story of the prodigal son and we're gonna spend a little bit of time today and look at what that road really looks like. Uh, for this son that he that he traveled and so we all know I know everybody knows the story for most part most people know the story of the prodigal son but we're gonna I'm gonna open it up in scripture a little bit and read and then we're gonna just dig into it a little bit so if you wanna join me we're gonna start in Luke chapter 15 and uh, the story if you look in most of your translations of the Bible the story is called the prodigal son <clears throat> and uh, when Jesus told this parable. Uh, but if uh, if you really look, obviously you know that Jesus didn't name it the prodigal son. Jesus actually uh, spoke the words, there was, there was a man who had two sons. And so really this story uh, is about two sons and I will in a later podcast go over uh, some of the uh, just the richness in the story of the elder son. But today we're going to look at the younger son. And so beginning again in Luke fifteen, cha- Luke chapter 15, verse 11. And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his field to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. Verse 17. But when he came to himself, he said, But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Verse 22, But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it And let us eat and celebrate for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate and so we're gonna stop there in Luke 15 I just want to uh, excuse me I'm sorry I wanted to look today at the road home the road home see we have the younger son right and we, we know that he has asked for his share of the inheritance and, and in this uh, culture he's done it before his father's death which is a disgrace so here he has before his father has even passed he has asked his father for his share of the property his father goes ahead and 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 obliges him and grants it and so the son gathers up and he takes a journey to a far-off country he, he journeys away away from the father And he squanders all he has on reckless living. Now I want you to catch the verbiage here. I want you to catch in verse 14. After he had spent everything, a severe famine arose. A severe famine arose. I want you to hang on to that word arose. So we know he's hired himself out and he goes out and feeds the pigs. And he was longing to eat the pods that the pigs had, but no one gave him anything so when he came to his senses this is when he realizes that his father's servants have more than enough bread and he will perish here with hunger verse 18 he says I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him he's already planned out father I'm repenting right now for what it is I've done he says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. His heart is already repentant. He is already planning. I am going to come before my father and I'm going to lay out. I'm going to ask his, his forgiveness. I'm going to say that I'm no longer worthy to be your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. Verse 20, and he arose. See friends, we have here a famine that arose. He, he is, he's already squandered the living. he He's already squandered what he has. But when it really hits home is when the famine arose. And there's a real hunger. There's a a, a realization of, where he really is and what he's really done and really how far away he is from home. And so as the famine arose, the famine caused him to arise. And he even says, I will arise. He's already mapped out. This is what I'm going to do. I am I am sorry and I'm going to go before my father and I'm going to repent. And then in verse 20, he actually arose and came to his father So here, what I'm, what we're here today, what I want to open up and really um, unpack is that the road home, friends, is a road of repentance. It's a road of repentance. See, we can return, We, uh, we are never far, we are never too far from the Father, we are never so far gone that we cannot return home. And the Word of God says, for all have sinned. And fall short of the glory of God. So see, there's not one of us that doesn't, that isn't in need of repentance. There isn't one of us that isn't in need to repent and return. And that what that is what this young young son, this is what his story is about, is the return. It is about the repent and the return. As well as the how the father, the, the richness of how the father receives him in that place of the repent. It wasn't just a return home, it was a repentant heart that returned home. There's a recognition of his being so lost and so broken and so without, so so lacking and as sinners friends, we have that there is no hope for a sinner without the admitting of of our place of our brokenness of our of our condemnation that we would have without a saviour without a good, good father. We're not in need to justify our sins why we did what we did and 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 we're we're going to look at see the son when he returns to the Father, he doesn't come to the Father and he said, "Dad." Dad, I just want you to know, I, I did all these things because of this and, and because of that. And, and he doesn't justify, well, you know, I only spent this much on this. He doesn't justify a single thing that he did. No, when he comes, he is at the end of himself. See, he reaches the end of himself. And in that place is when he comes to himself and realizes his brokenness not a justification place but a realization place of where he's at in a land far off starving hungry lack and he realizes that he not only has to think to arise See, have we ever done that? I can say I have. I have. I have thought of times where, okay, well, I need to do these things. I need to, but the realization is, friends, is unless I actually arise and go and repent, then on the path, on the return home, see, unless there's a repentant heart on my return home, I'll get lost along the way. Just, just, just listen to that for a minute and think on that. See we can all return home. The father the Father is a welcoming Father. He's a receiving Father. but it's the repentant place that leads us straight home. It, it, it makes the, the path to repentance, the road to repentance is straight to the Father's heart. There's no meander, there's no side turns, there's no distractions. Nothing will keep us from the return when we have a contrite heart. Nothing keeps us from that return, that straight path. And as he comes to the Father, it says, while he was still a long way off, his Father saw him and felt compassion and ran and ran and embraced him. And many versions say kissed him much. Kissed him again and again. There is such love. See, there, there's that place where the father, can't, can't you see it? The father actually, it, it, it says the father falls on his neck. He is falling on him. The father is so full of joy. He doesn't delay to meet us on that road of repentance when we we come. Matthew Henry says, The slow are the steps of repentance, but swift are the feet of forgiveness. Amen, amen. The Father's feet are swift as we come in forgiveness, as we come in repentance. His feet are swift to forgive can't you see the picture friends can't you see can't you see when you return when you're on that road to repentance with our abba daddy that as he as we come and we we lay ourselves out and and we're we're coming to him and we're like i'm no longer worthy to be called father i have sinned against you in heaven i am no longer worthy to be called your son but notice that in his in, in the in the younger son's planning of this, he says, he plans on saying, treat me as one of your hired servants. But when he's actually before his father and is in his father's embrace, and his father has fallen on his neck and is embracing him and kissing him much, all he can say, all he can get out is, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer. Oh, so rich, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And the father immediately says, bring quickly. He doesn't see, the son doesn't even get to finish. Treat me as a hired servant. His son doesn't even get to get to those words because God wants us to know that we're his sons and we're his daughters. That we're his sons and we're his daughters. That we don't ever have to think of ourselves as being a hired hand. That we don't ever have to think that we don't truly abide in the home. That truly all the rights of sonship and daughterhood are not ours. But that they're fully ours. And as we walk the road home and we step onto... That path, we have to arise to step onto that path of repentance. We can't just sit in the pigsty and think of, "Hey, I'm going to do this. Hey, what's life going to be like when I do this?" No, we actually have to arise to step on that path ourselves. And once we do, and our feet begin on that path of repentance, we can be assured that the Father will be swift to meet us there. That He won't delay. That He doesn't tarry. That He doesn't make us stay in the waiting. But that He comes quickly with an embrace. With kisses. With cause and reason to celebrate. Because once we were lost, we were lost. But now we have been found. We have returned. To the to the house we have returned home see sins see, see friends sin when, when we get in that sin place and and, and we want to squander it all and we think that that's high living right and, and sin lies to us and it takes us down a path that we truly never want to walk we think we do but we truly never want to walk and we truly can't pay the price. And it leaves us empty and starving and far, far away from where we truly want to be. In the embrace. In the glory. In the celebration. And it sucks. Sin sucks all the marrow from our bones. It leaves us dry. It leaves us dead and wanting. Half dead. But. 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 If we're in that prodigal place, we're never too far. We're never too far. We're never so far gone that we can't arise and take that step. And in taking that step and putting ourselves with that contrite heart, putting ourselves on that path to return, that God will be swift to meet us there. And he will come with the embrace. And he will come with the best robe. And he will come and to put the ring on our hand and shoes on our feet. And to remind us that we're a son or we're a daughter. And that we've always been a son or a daughter. And we've never left that. We've never been less than a son or a daughter. We've never been less than we've never been less than his son or his daughter and what a glorious celebration when we return there's such joy in the house friends you aren't a slave you aren't a servant you aren't someone living on the outside doesn't matter how much you've done you aren't someone who has occasional access to the father you aren't someone who has an occasional trip inside the house but he's going to always put you out because of what you've done no that's not his heart that's not his heart you read his heart right here no matter what you've done squandered it all doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't change the fact that your identity is a son of God or a daughter of God. That doesn't change and he proves it right here as Jesus speaks these words in this parable to remind us that we always, even when we leave, that we always have a place in the house. We are always a son or always a daughter. We're never too far gone for the love of God He can always reach us and he always welcomes us with open arms, ready to embrace us and give us a kiss and ask us, come back in and let's celebrate that you have returned. For this son or daughter of mine that was dead is alive again. She was lost, he was lost, but now is found. Let's celebrate. Amen. Friends, I just want to encourage you today to get on the road home. Step onto that path. Arise. I don't care how far of a land away you are. Come to a place of repentance and step onto that path and watch forgiveness come flooding in and meet you. Daddy, your Abba Daddy wants to meet you right there and embrace you and love you all the way home. He's a good father. I hope you you have a most blessed day. The road home. Step on it and run. Because He's going to run and meet you and embrace you right there. In Jesus' name, amen.